Welcome to the Think Podcast with Joel Sedicase. I'm Joel Sedicase, and this is the show where we tackle impossible questions from a biblical perspective to help you explain, share, and defend what you believe. Now, the Think Institute Creed, our belief statement, is this. We believe that no Christian should ever get caught flat-footed when asked about the Christian message. To put that another way, we believe that every Christian needs to be able to explain, share, and defend the truth at all times. Now, that is a tall order, it's true, but it's a biblical one. Here are five verses providing biblical support for this position. First, 1 Peter 3.15a, But in your hearts, honor Christ the Lord is holy, always being prepared to give, to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. Then there's 2 Timothy 4.2, which says, Preach the word, be ready, in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, and exhort with complete confidence and teaching. Actually, with complete patience and teaching. Jude 1.3 says, I found it necessary to write appealing to you to contend for the faith that was once for all delivered to the saints. And then Colossians 2.8 says, See to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy and empty deceit, according to human tradition, according to the elemental spirits of the world, and not according to Christ. And then finally, Acts 18.27b through 28. When he, Apollos, arrived, he greatly helped those who, through grace, had believed, for he powerfully refuted the Jews in public, showing that by showing by the scriptures that Christ that the Christ was Jesus. When Apollos arrived, he greatly helped those who through grace had believed, for he powerfully refuted the Jews in public, showing by the scriptures that the Christ was Jesus. There are many more verses we could cite, but all of this means that every believer needs to be committed and stay committed to honing his skills of explaining, sharing, and defending the Christian message. To get to that point of readiness takes preparation, and that's what this article is all about. So, what are some practical practices that you can do, some steps that you can take to keep yourself from getting caught off guard or caught flat-footed when asked about the Christian message. Here are the Think Institute's top 10. Number one, watch videos on YouTube. Yes, I'm actually encouraging you to watch more YouTube. Now, YouTube is a cesspool of absolutely awful content. It is also, though, an incredible repository of the Christian world's greatest thinking, teaching, and preaching. Eschew the former, pursue the latter. Hone your biblical worldview and apologetics by watching the Think Institute videos, which you're possibly watching right now if you're watching this video uh, from the Think Institute. I also recommend the following, Anything by Greg Bonson, B-A-H-N-S-E-N. He is one of the greatest apologists of the 20th century. I also recommend How to Answer the, Fo the Fool, how to Answer the Fool by Cy Ten Bruggenkate. You can get the full video 
for free on YouTube. Uh, I also recommend James White's Many Debates. James White has done over 150 moderated debates. He's one of the greatest living apologists today, and he is presuppositional in his approach, which of course is why I say, one of the reasons why I say he's one of the greatest apologists, because I'm all about that presup. Uh, you can also watch a series of 90-second videos called When We Understand the Text, or What. And these are 90-second teaching videos with hardcore biblical truth behind them uh, from Pastor Gabe. I really uh, enjoy this guy. I really recommend him. And then there is the 10-minute Bible Hour from Matt Whitman. And this is a channel exploring Christianity, a lot of tough questions on there, but he also interacts with, uh, he's an evangelical, but uh, he interacts with Christianity in all of its forms, and I highly recommend that. There are many other channels that are worth mentioning, but I'm not going to mention them now just for the sake of time, and um, I've probably mentioned them before on this podcast. Uh, Speaking of podcasts, practice number two, listen to podcasts. I really enjoy podcasts. I love podcasts. I'm all about that podcast life. And here are some of my favorites. Okay, I'm going to give you three. And I think that these will help you get equipped not only to speak biblically, but also to think in ever more biblical ways. First, the Think Podcast with Joel Sedeckes, if I could be so bold as to humbly suggest that. We tackle impossible questions from a biblical perspective, and we do this multiple times a week. Then there is the briefing with Albert Moeller. Albert Moeller. Uh, this is a daily analysis of news and events from a Christian worldview, as he says every day. Uh, Dr. Moeller is an incredible uh, resource and uh, teacher, and you need to listen to him. Then there is Blog and May Blog, the audio recording of Douglas Wilson's blog of the same title. You can go to blog and mayblog.com, I think, maybe .org. But if you search for blog and mayblog, M-A-B-L-O-G, you can find it on there. There's plenty of other podcasts um, like The Pursuit of Manliness, the uh, podcast for cultural reformation from the Ezra Institute. There's there's tons and tons more, but uh, but those are three good ones. Number three, read articles. After you've read all the articles on the think.institute blog, Check those out for sure. Check out the scores of topics available from theologians John Frame and Vern Poitras at frame-poitras.org. By the way, I'm putting all these links in the show notes, which you can get at thethink.institute. I do not put the complete show notes on uh, Anchor or iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you're listening to this. I always put those those complete show notes at the um, at the website. All right, um, you can get transferable answers from everyperson.com, which is an awesome website run by a fellow crew church movements missionary. Uh, you may already know about the gospelcoalition.org or desiringgod.org or for the church at ftc.co, but have you heard of It's Good to Be a Man by Michael Foster and Non Tenant? Uh, that'll help you if you're a man to uh, really pursue biblical manhood. You can check them out as well. Then head over to CARM.org, C-A-R-M. That's Matt Slick's ministry. That's Christian Apologetics Research Ministry for a huge library of apologetics articles. So, so far we've got watch videos on YouTube, listen to podcasts, read articles. Now, number four, download eBooks. Nowadays, we have an embarrassment of riches when it comes to free PDFs and eBooks. 
We at the Think Institute offer Catechids, which is a catechism I wrote for little kids. More on that later. Think, the biblical worldview, which is a biblical training uh, uh, book, basically, a short book. Think Apologetics, which is a, our book on apologetics. I use these when I do trainings at churches. And uh, you know what else? You can access access tomes from the ancient church at, Christ, at the Christian Classics Ethereal Library. That's ccel.org. The amount of books that they have from the early church fathers and the reformers is truly astonishing. I'm telling you, we are living in an absolutely unprecedented age of knowledge access. Uh, number five, attend a training at your local church. Does your church run baptism classes? Do they have membership classes? Those can be a great chance for you to bone up on basic theology. If your church doesn't currently have any of those offerings, talk to your pastor, talk to your elders, suggest a class on the biblical worldview or on apologetics or on evangelism. But be fair warned, when you do this, your pastor might say that it's a great idea and that you should head it up. This is the oldest pastoral juke in the book. Uh, it's one that I used many times as a pastor. Face it, pastors are busy and the last thing they need is one more thing on their plate. So they may ask you to head it up. If they do that, be sure to contact me. Just go to the website. You can contact me and uh, bring me out to your church and I can run a, uh, an apologetics training. I'll do my co-journers training. I'll do uh, think apologetics, think biblical worldview, whatever you need. Um, if you want me to address a particular question or objection or issue, I'm more than happy to do that as well. This is literally what I do. If I'm available and it makes sense and you can get me out there, uh, I'm going to get out there, God willing. I'm already talking right now with some churches out of state. I'm based in Chicago. There are some churches out of state that I've been in conversation with. And uh, I'm very excited about the potential there um, because it's all about community, about teaching together. And the local church is a great place to do that. Speaking of community, number six, participate in a discussion group. Now, I'm thinking here of groups that bring believers and non-believers together for robust discussion, robust moderated discussion, facilitated discussion groups. These groups provide opportunities for skeptics and religious unbelievers to interact with the Christian point of view, as well as for Christians to share their faith and engage with those who believe differently. You can join an existing group or start your own. Here are some suggestions. Our think tank discussion groups feature honest, intelligent, and respectful discussions of life's important topics for Chicagoans and those that live around the Northwest side. You can also visit Tom Schmidt's, uh, Pastor Tom Schmidt's Coffee and Conversations Naperville meetup if you're in the Western Chicago suburbs. And then you can try Alpha with folks all over the world. And there's certainly one of those near you. you go to uh, try Alpha. Now, let's see, alpha.org slash try Alpha. If you search for try Alpha, it will come up. And then uh, you can get busy questioning Christianity with Tim Keller and Redeemer Church. There, there are videos, there are meetings, there are um, events that they put on where they help believers and unbelievers get to know the Christian faith better. Uh, one of the things that we're working on here with the Think Institute is a planned new initiative for 2020 springing out of a partnership between the Think Institute and Park Community Church South Loop. I can't let the cat out of the bag there or count my uh, eggs before they hatch or whatever it is, cut your chickens before they hatch, uh, whatever your animal-based metaphor is that you want to use. So stay tuned for that. You know I'm going to be 
boasting about that. No, that's not the right word. Promoting that um, and marketing that uh, in 2020, once that begins to launch, God willing, if it begins to launch, which I, I think right now it will. Number seven, disciple some kids. Whether they are your kids or there are kids in your church's children's ministry, what better way to learn what the Bible teaches, to increase your own readiness so that you never become flat-footed, than to prep to teach the biblical message to someone else? And who better to invest in than the kids in your own home church? If you have kids of your own, man, this is a no-brainer. Get busy teaching them God's truth. If you need a tool, I humbly suggest Catechids. This is a resource that I made for my own children when my oldest was like three, but several other families have picked it up as well, and some churches are even using it as their kids' ministry program uh, curriculum. Number eight, join a discipleship program. Now, the C.S. Lewis Institute offers one of the absolute best discipleship training programs out there. You can listen to my interview with the Institute, uh, the C.S. Lewis Institute's Chicago director, K.J. Johnson, who's a good friend of mine. You can listen to that on the Think podcast. And guess what? The Think Institute is also working on a rigorous, robust discipleship cohort to be rolled out in 2020 as well. So a lot of exciting things going on in 2020. Now, if you hear yelling and screaming in the background here, uh, those are my kids uh, in the background. I record from my home study. And this is one of the... Um, best things about working from home is after I stop recording, I can go out and practice some in-home discipleship, shall we say, um, with my kids. It sounds like there might be some some uh, issues going on in the background there. So uh, that'll be fun after I get off the mic. Now, number nine, we're, we're coming around the horn here. We are nearing the end. Number nine is get a mentor. Timothy had Paul. MLK had Gandhi. Peter Parker had Tony Stark. May he rest in peace. You need a mentor. One of the best things about churches is the opportunity to interact with those from other generations. If you're a Gen Z, if you're a millennial, you've got Gen Xers and boomers and uh, silent generation folks and greatest generation folks who are available to you to be a mentor to you. So who in your church is eight years older than you? 15 years older than you, 20 years older than you, who can naturally take you under his wing, under her wing, and play the role of a spiritual big brother or, ladies, a spiritual big sister or a father or a grandfather in the faith. Finding a godly mentor, it might be your pastor, but it might simply be as easy as simply praying and approaching this person and asking him or her, to meet up once a week or once a month. See how God leads you in this. Now, I know what you're thinking. Joel, what's going on? You haven't even mentioned the two most important practices. Have you completely forgotten prayer and Bible study? Man, I thought you were a Christian. I thought you were a believer. I thought you were all about that scripture. What are you, an apostate? What are you, drunk on new wine? No, my friend, I am not drunk as you suppose. Acts 2.15. Rather, I've just been saving the best for last. I want to head off your objection before you can even make it. Um, and, and I know what you're going to say. So I've been saving this for last so that I can say this. Prayer 
and Bible study are the absolute best two practices. I'm rolling them together in one in just a minute, but they're the best two practices that you can do in order to increase your readiness. And I know what you're going to say, Joel, I want to read the Bible. I want to pray more, but I'm just too stinking busy. I just don't have time. Well, what's the answer to this objection? Number 10, practice number 10, wake up earlier. Now, this is a struggle for me. I'm naturally a night owl. I hate waking up earlier. I hate waking up early, but I was challenged at a recent men's retreat with Park Community Church via an excellent sermon from Dr. Mike Bullmore. And I was challenged to quit doing things that dissipate my vitality, that erode my strength. Now for me, that meant I need to stop staying up late. I like to work late, but I also like to fritter away my time watching stupid YouTube videos. Remember the, the cesspool I mentioned earlier? There's a lot of hilarious videos on YouTube and engaging things, but it's not productive for me. It's not, I don't need to see the next honest trailer. I do love those honest trailers though, but I don't need to be watching that at 1.30 in the morning, at two o'clock in the morning. So what did I do? I committed to going to bed earlier. I committed to waking up at 5 a.m. And now a buddy from church, Adam Young, and I text each other early in the morning to hold each other accountable. Now, I don't always succeed in waking up at 5. But what I have succeeded at is making my personal Bible study and personal Bible memorization using the Bible Memory app and prayer a top priority in my day. Uh, before my Bible study would seep its way into my work day and I'd have to give up some of my work day in order to do that. So it's helped my productivity in that regard. Um, but I'm working on reading a chapter of, of Proverbs, uh, memorizing Romans one and two and praying through 10 items on my prayer mate app. Quite frankly, this has forced me to go to bed earlier, which means I lose out on that late night productivity time which is hard, I will say, uh, but it's forced me to really reevaluate how I spend my time during the workday. Uh, I've been going to coffee shops less and less. And if you look around me right now, the home study, the Think Institute study where I'm working from is redesigned. It's uh, refurbished. It's rearranged, reorganized because now I work more from home because I, I want to spend less time driving to the coffee shop. I want to spend less. That actually saves me money as well. Um, now I still get out to the coffee shops. I still like to keep up those relationships with guys that are out and about out in the city of Chicago where I'm, I'm, uh, having intentional conversations with them and, and building friendships, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm investing in my spiritual life early in the morning. And you know what? It has increased and improved my readiness because now scripture is in my heart and on my mind throughout the day. So I'm learning from God's word consistently every day. I highly recommend this practice get up earlier. So if you want to hone and uh, harness your skills of sharing and defending the Christian message, you need to know scripture. And if you don't have time right now to spend studying scripture, then you need to clear time out by waking up earlier. Maybe that's 7 a.m. Maybe that, you know, that might not be 5 a.m., but hey, maybe it's 4 a.m. I talked with a guy yesterday who wakes up at 4 a.m., uh, maybe you work third shift and you need to wake up at 8 a.m. instead of 9 p.m. But uh, or, or 8 p.m. rather than 9 p.m. But make the step. You know what? See if God honors it by opening your eyes to see wonderful things in his word. As David prayed, show me wonderful things in your law in Psalm 119 verse 18. So 
Why is this our creed? We believe that no Christian should ever get caught flat-footed when asked about the Christian message. This means that we need to be able to explain it, share it, and defend it well. And that's why we do what we do. Our creed is our creed because it drives our mission and our vision. And we believe that it's biblical. Why we do what we do is we equip, uh, what, what do we do? We equip believers with knowledge, we encourage them to share their faith, and we engage them in conversation with non-believers. This is what we are all about. Connect with the Think Institute and sign up for the Think Update weekly email by going to thethink.institute. Find us on social media at, uh, at thinkinst on Twitter. I'm very active on Twitter there. Go to, uh, on Instagram, you can find us at, at the Think Institute. Same thing with Twitter, at the Think Institute. Or you can shoot me an email at thethink.institute at gmail.com. If you want to become a prayer and financial partner with my family, we are missionaries here in the city of Chicago. Go to give.crew.org slash 101-8841. 101-8841. And I'm sorry, I don't have any really cool Giving Tuesday, Sharing Wednesday, Cyber Mondays. I don't have any uh, great big matching plans or programs. What do I have? I've got good old-fashioned sending your money to crew. They keep us alive. That's pretty much how it works. So, um, but we are so grateful for your, uh, and of course, obviously, it's not just about money. Good grief. We are so grateful for the many dozens and hundreds and thousands of people that are praying for us, for our family, for Lucas. Um, if you do nothing else, please pray for me, pray for this ministry. And that about wraps it up for me. This is not goodbye though. This is just a stop along the way on your spiritual journey. And I hope that you have the opportunity to put what you just heard into practice. There's a lot of practical stuff in this, uh, in this video, in this episode. And I really hope that it blesses you. I hope that you find it useful. And until next time, I hope it makes you think.